Hello and welcome to episode 125 of NOLO Time. My name is Ovid Valles and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, NOLO Time? Obed, good to be with you, brother. Hope you're doing well. Doing well, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I'm happy. Can't complain much. Uh, feeling all right. So that's what matters, right? Yeah. Staying home. Yeah. Staying no quarantine. No choice. <laughs> No choice, man. We got to stay quarantined, stay home. I mean, you know, I, I am trying to, you know, get up early in the morning and go for a run or something just to kind of keep your mind clear. But, you know, it's it's uh, got to make the most of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's been an interesting week, to say the least, uh, as we both are now basically working from home until yeah. the foreseeable future for the, you know, at least for the next couple of weeks. So. Um, we hope to make it the best we can. I probably won't see you in a while, dude. Yeah. Sucks. This is the most we'll seeing of each other, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 This is the closest we'll get for now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Social distancing, social distancing for sure. I know some people are crying about it. I am quite excited not to have to interact (laughs) with other humans for a while. We're gamers. Come on. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I'm doing, I'm doing good, Joe. I'm get, I got a few, a uh, couple hours early, early in the morning to play Death Stranding and, uh, and uh, catch so up. Um, can't complain there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, it will definitely waiting in the next couple of weeks is gonna be hopefully, uh, none of those shipments from Best Buy get delayed. But here in a couple of weeks, we'll have RE3 and and Final Fantasy. So. Definitely and, looking forward to that, man. And uh, Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, Star Wars, a uh, week and a half for that. Yep. Yeah, definitely going to pick that up day one. I'm still in the fence of that persona. I don't know with uh, with all that's happening oh, yeah. right now. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw, but it's getting uh, really great reviews again. Like Metacritic's like at 96 right now. So, nice. Nice. man, it's, it's a time sink. It's a, it's a fantastic game. I would love to revisit it. But uh, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, yeah, what's up, man? Uh, what you been up to uh, yeah. in your seclusion? <laughs> seclusion, right? Yeah, my goodness. Uh, really just uh, spending a significant amount of time uh, trying to catch up on some stuff. I actually was, um, I'm in the midst of finishing Stranger Things season two. Good. Uh, and oh, then I'm you into never season watched three. it, right? No, man. After season one, I stopped. And it wasn't because I didn't like it. Okay. I just, I just didn't go back. And, okay. Uh, you know, I, I uh, found that said this is a great opportunity now just to kind of yeah. let that roll on and let it keep going. So season two right now almost done. And then I'll go jump into season three right after and uh, okay. should be all caught up on that. It's good. I like that show. Yeah. 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 No, it, yeah. I, I, I like um, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to put some pieces together. I, I have heard that it does have some connective tissue to it um that there's actually some little teases and winks um just for for funsies so i'm i'm uh catching on i think uh i'll I'll probably talk about it afterwards when i finish it all out and and, uh maybe get a little little spoilery i don't want to speak too soon until i finish it out yeah probably not on probably not on season two yeah i think that's more towards season three. three yeah yeah yeah, I can see where some of the okay, I can see I can see where, where where some of it could come from, but yeah, it's a good show. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was one of the one of the few shows that I sit down with my wife and actually watch. So nice, nice. So I, I'm looking forward to the next season and whatever other projects they come up with because that's pretty good. 
Yeah, it's an easy it's an easy watch, and I know everyone's on Netflix right now, so I'm oh sure they they're sure their their servers are, are taking a hit right now. Yeah, so Netflix and that Hulu and Disney Plus and oh yeah, all this guys Disney Plus man coming in well coming in hot with uh with that Frozen man. Oh yeah, that was clutch. I, when yeah. I, I when I got that email Frozen two I was like yes I get to watch this one again. Yeah. Uh, so good good time. A couple of days after I bought it on Blu-ray. Like, you were gonna own it regardless i know uh, yeah yeah exactly i was gonna own it regardless uh i'm i'm thinking that they may do something similar with rise of skywalker oh probably i was yeah. thinking the same thing i'm still gonna get that man babies you can you can take it oh, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna buy it anyways so speaking speaking of man babies and uh <laughs> the, let me let me look it up real quick i um i was watching this guy on youtube um, mm. He's from the UEA, from the United Arab Emirates. Okay, and he's been—he's never watched Star Wars. He's a young guy. He's probably like your age. Okay, um, never watched Star Wars, and and he went in and and watched in release order, basically. Okay, all of it, um, including uh, you know, including uh, Rogue One and Solo. Nice. Um, solo, he really did not like. Um, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna, neither I'm gonna did I. <laughs> uh, neither, neither, yeah, yeah. I watched it twice, it's, it's and what, like the second time was was more enjoyable. It's it's same, fine. Same. It's not. Yeah. I mean, there's not like, that movie's not offensive. It's fine. No, exactly. You know, um, but it's just not magical. Yeah, yeah. It fails to to capture some of the some of the magic. Um, so uh, I just want to give a shout out to this guy. Uh, he has a, a, you know, he's has a YouTube channel has been growing because of the, because of the reactions. Um, and, and he absolutely loved the rights of Skywalker. I was like, I really love the, it's uh Nasir or Nasser is uh it's N A S S E R is the name of the channel. Uh, and it's a, just a young dude just doing video reviews, basically of, of you know, uh, uh, movies. And and he really liked like the rise of Skywalker. He was crying. Wow, and, dude! And I was like, I really enjoyed it because he's a new fan, right? Right. So he's watching this thing, experiencing Star Wars for the first time. Um, you know, he absolutely loved the original trilogy, and then coming into the prequels, he still loved the like the prequels quite a bit. Um, but then going in, I was like, I, I was like, I was really nervous to watch his reaction. For uh, Russell's coworker, I was like, I wonder how he's gonna take it. You know, it's just gonna be interesting. Um, but he really liked the movie. He, uh, he came back and said, "It's like, well, you know, there's definitely problems with like, you know, the Palpatine coming back and whatnot." But, uh, but he really liked it. And I was like, well, I really enjoy watching uh, fresh takes on exactly. Star Wars, and exactly. and uh, and there's hope for the future, Joe. <laughs> and and I appreciate that. I know some yeah. people's argument would probably be like, well, he didn't grow up watching these things, so it doesn't mean as much to him as it does to us. I disagree with that <laughs> argument. Yeah, I think absolutely. I think some people, you know, try and take this to a place of elitism, and I I don't yeah. think that's the way you can look at it. You know, if if this guy's brand new, and I've been watching this stuff for a while, and I and I didn't like Solo, and he didn't like Solo. <laughs> Nobody yeah. likes Solo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just there's there's just some things that are just obvious, and when they're really not great movies, and when they're fine movies, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, so. like like what I said. I mean, I, I would I would rather much rather watch Solo than Episode Two for. Like, oh yeah, uh, like like for sure. 
for sure i would <laughs> i would rather do that uh, episode me. episode one has some some stuff that i like but episode two overall is just not good uh revenge of the sith is great i, I was like i love that revenge so of the sith is amazing we are we are good with that uh yeah go ahead. i was say speaking of star wars yeah. talk clone wars yeah, yeah, because the arc closed. So, spoiler alert: if you haven't been keeping up with the uh, with Clone Wars, um, how, what do you think, Joel? I, I liked it, dude. I, I really liked it. And I, I, I spoilers. We're gonna talk about it, guys. But um, man, I, I the whole Anakin um, taking it the next step with this guy, with this uh, what's the name of this general, the the, the Spider General, dude. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I always forget his name because he's oh, like man. he's not he's not like a super side character. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. like you know, he was kind of the main villain for the first three episodes there, and uh, you know, having him, the way he was taken out, man. <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna call him Admiral Spider Man. <laughs> Let's call him Admiral Spider Man. There you go. <laughs> okay, that works. Yeah. Uh, so, so him, you know, him, him, his, uh, his arc you know, being connected to the clones and order 66 stuff, blah, 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 blah. Like to me, the most important thing of this last episode, there's always like that one scene and it was particularly seeing Anakin take it one step further and just wipe this dude out in fury and rage. Um, you know, the episode before, you know, then episode before that you have, you know, where, you know, it's, it's him and, and Padme and, and the child, the children, you know, and there's just those little moments that really kind of, give me as a fan that excitement because you can see where it's leading and that was the real moment to me that was really special about this, yeah. this thing the music starts to kick in you're like oh snap yeah, darth yeah, vader's yeah. coming yeah which is also again going back to the pot stuff because now i'm super confused because dooku is alive they like he's like yes. oh, dooku will be pleased about this or whatever you know little yeah. sound <laughs> mates um and, and so i was like wait i mean Padme was like super pregnant in the hologram. Yeah. So, uh, how, how is he not uh, getting to this? So that that was kind of weird. That was kind of because we know for sure we're gonna get into Order sixty six. Um, oh, sure. It could it could probably even be the last episode, but we'll we'll get there. And but it was interesting to see to uh, to to know that Duke was still there. I was like, oh, yes. Well, that was super weird that they did the Padme thing. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's cool. What do you think of fives, man? Uh, is it not enough fives? Uh, uh, Echo, because yeah, so I thought Echo was like like super messed up, right? But it looks like he actually came back like 100% and he went over with a uh, with squad 99. So yeah, he gets the he gets a good send off. Um, totally deserving. I'm curious, will we see those characters again? I would like to say yes, but I don't know. Might That might be just literally the send-off we get there, or will they show up again in some kind of final action sequence that we get for the series? I'm not sure. I'm wondering if, if because they're defective, Order 66 yeah. won't have an effect on them. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, they're yeah. different. They make that clear. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's going to be interesting. But yeah, I would, I would love to see them back, because they, uh, they were a cool bunch. Yeah, very, very, very comical. Yeah, yeah, they were they were, they were good, and I, I guess like they're they're different from the other clones, so uh, they can they can probably expand on that. They can it's like you know what I would watch a I would I would watch these dudes in like a live action thing. That would be pretty interesting. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Like I, I don't think they'll probably go back to the to the Clone Wars to do a, a live action show, but uh, but it, it would be interesting nonetheless. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, that last, uh, you know, the rescue episode was really good with uh, 
with the droid, uh, without the uh, the uh, Techno Union droids, uh, yes. which we've never seen before. Those are like the weird skinny droids that were very interesting. <laughs> uh, very interesting design. It's like it's kind of hard to hit with blasters, and I, I guess that's that's the whole thing, right? Because they're skinny. So um, yeah, overall, so far I'm, I'm really liking it. No, no issues there. Uh, I've been, I've been keeping up with uh, trying to do um, uh, Rebels. So, oh, good. You know, rewatching, rewatching season one. Uh, like I, I remember most of it. Like, I, oh, this is this episode. This is this episode. So I, I kind of, you know, remember most of it right, right now. But, uh, but you know, I'm going at it, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the end because I, I, know I, I'm going blind into, into, no pun intended, into season three. <laughs> <laughs> so so we'll see we'll see how that goes uh but yeah man, so far uh i'm doing it too for sure for sure yeah on oh, that man it's more this trending i don't have anything else dude but yeah yeah let's jump into it yeah how's uh how's full on order uh very minimal progress i'm okay. hoping that as things begin to chill but, out but there I is find, progress there is progress okay so good. we we will i mean dude with the way the world is heading right now there's a good great chance guys stay tuned that we will have some kind of Jedi Fallen Order episode at some point or something because yeah. I'll take a significant amount of time in an episode to talk about it because uh, we're definitely a lot of content's going to be around a similar topic as you can imagine. Yeah, definitely, uh, especially with uh, basically all news being halted at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're we're thinking of ways to still come to you guys and and bring new content. So uh, bear with us uh, while we uh, fight the a uh, this public health crisis. So um, we will, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there and there'll be some more news, but Joe, uh, there was a very, a bit of uh, a very interesting news that, uh, that the Hollywood reporter posted a couple of days ago. And it was very interesting. Uh, and considering things, the, the way things are going, there even could be a possibility. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that is not impossible, but it's uh it's not improbable. It's, it's, it's pl- exactly. It's plausible. Um, so the Hollywood Reporter is uh, is reporting that Apple could look uh, could look into acquiring Disney now that the Disney stock uh, has taken a substantial hit. With of course movies getting delayed, parks being closed. Um, you know, basically all of their like the 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 cash flow coming in to the company uh is halted right now i, I guess blue uh you know dvd blu-ray sales and disney plus are other sources of income so at at this point right uh of course this could this could change in the next couple of weeks but um as of now uh their stock went under a hundred dollars i know that it was around ninety dollars yesterday yeah i saw 95 today okay so it did go up a little bit um still really low yeah definitely very low i mean considering that it was over 200 dollars like too long ago like like way over so this is a move that makes tons of sense and this is a move that i've actually seen for a while now um Apple having, you know, basically like a trillion dollars in cash or something like that is ridiculous. Um, that paired up with uh, with the history between Apple and Disney. Uh, a lot of people don't know that 
when Pixar merged with Disney back yep. in the day, uh, Steve Jobs, uh, Apple founder and Apple CEO at the time, Steve Jobs, uh, was the uh, became the majority the majority uh, stockholder in in Disney at that point. So so there is a history there, and I think that this this is a I would say a match made in entertainment heaven, if you could call it like that, because Disney has never had good luck with, uh, with having their own electronics, um, uh, you know, division, uh, they've struggled with gaming. Um, they, they come, come out with devices that are, you know, mediocre and they still charge a premium for. So having a technology company like Apple behind them, uh, you know, Apple makes decent products, you know, a couple of uh, misses here and there, but for the most part, it's pretty solid, you know, uh, their products, you know, you can, you can uh, say it's like, oh yeah, you, you got every, every time an iPhone gets announced, it's like, I've had that in my Android for two years now or whatever, <laughs> you know, um, well, does the Android not crash? That's a question. <laughs> so, uh so I think I think this is a uh, this would be mutually beneficial actually for both companies. Um, Disney could keep going with uh, with Apple. Uh, well, I'm sorry, keep, keep could keep going with Disney Plus. Uh, of course, Apple have their Apple TV. Apple actually having a lot more content to add to their TV now that Disney owns Fox. All those FX shows, all that stuff can go into Apple TV. Um, but I don't know if you saw the the recent uh, controversy about uh, um, uh, the uh, it used to be a kids show with Hilary Duff. Oh yeah, all the stuff with Lizzie McGuire. With Lizzie McGuire, and, and, a lot of issues there. Yeah, you know, being for family, being for kids, you know, being for the adults. Yeah, because they were trying to get it. I get. I guess it was gonna be like a, a sort of like a mixed show between like kids and adult themes and right, right. And Disney was like, "Oh, this is a little, a little too, uh, a little too over the line for our Disney Plus." Yeah. So, uh, which is so, a very safe, <laughs> very safe Disney. Very, Plus. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, very safe. It's funny because uh, a couple of days ago, um, my daughter was watching a movie, a live action movie. I didn't know what sure. movie it was. I was like, oh, "That's interesting. I wonder what she's watching." It's like, hey, so so what are you watching? Oh, I'm watching a movie about a kid. It's like, okay, okay. Where do you find the movie? Oh, I found the movie on Disney Plus. I was like, okay, you're good. Yeah, exactly. So, so you feel comfortable with just you know giving your your kid a tablet with Disney Plus and having you know have at it, right? Um, I can I can definitely see that. So uh, again, mutually beneficial for both. Um, Disney's uh, technology uh, footprint could get better and and Apple would have all this content. So, yeah, I think uh I think this would make sense. Uh of course they'll probably just keep it as two separate companies and then they operate it as two separate entities altogether. Um but they will all be part of the Apple family. But yeah, man, what do you what do you think of this? So, when I first saw this headline, I was like uh, it's only because it became from credible people like the Hollywood Reporter and whatnot. Not cosmic okay. book news. Yeah, sorry guys, not sorry. <laughs> cosmic. Whenever someone says, "Oh, did you hear this?" I'm like, "What's the source?" 
cosmic book. A lot of times they say stuff that I would like it to be true for the most uh, part, but it's just that it's 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 a it's <laughs> fake news. It's a pipe dream. Um, with that being said, you know when I saw this, I, I, only because it coming from credible sources, I'm like, okay, so that must mean that it actually is realistic. Now, to your point, Obed, this is what, what's what's the name of that the movie? What the famous line? Does, there's a chance. You're telling me there's a chance. Uh, oh, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, right? Yeah. That's that's how I feel about this whole thing, right? So they're just telling me the chance, but the chance is is not as clear as many people might think it to be. I think yeah. to your point, Obed, it it's it's uh it, it would make sense for it to happen. I wouldn't be shocked by it happening, but um, but it's not just like oh, they can just come in and just snap their finger and it happens. It's a very large acquisition. So looking at it as of last year, uh. And I, that was that was another thing. When I first looked at it, I was like, I didn't know what Disney was really valued at. I, for some reason, I thought they were much closer as companies financially. And uh, no, Apple's really, really rich. Um, Apple's a trillion dollar company, and uh, Disney last year was ri- just about two hundred billion dollars in their value. Looking at so um, that's that's that is a quite difference there. Now, they have the cash. To- they actually have the cash to buy the like straight up. So right, they have the cash to do it, but to do it, they would probably most most uh, sources are saying that it would cost somewhere in the range of four hundred billion for them to to just straight out just take it on. It's a straight up stock acquisition, just buy all the stocks uh, and, and own the company that way, right? Um, which they still have that they they have enough money to do that and still be a very profitable company being apple Absolutely. um and it would make sense because it's not like they're buying a company that needs to be bought disney's doing well on its own they just would literally add to their portfolio something that's a huge huge thing um so it's possible it's not as easy as people might think it to be uh i don't see this happening right now i could see this um you know going away but at the same time if it's going to happen anytime it now would be the time when the stocks are super low so i'm sure some some people at apple are having daily discussions of risk assessment and um you know positives and profits and all these things because look to your point obed you know disney is not just um they don't just get money from their theme parks they don't just get money from their movies they have many different products or business with many different uh uh, sources of income, but the reason why their stocks have dipped so low is simply because of those two things: the two heavy hitters being their films and their park. Park being closed, losing a lot of money there. You know them not having any of their movies coming and being delayed at the moment, and not knowing when those things are going to come back. Yep. That's a huge hit. I mean, you're talking about Black Widow that they yeah. were probably <laughs> looking at getting a billion dollars. Let's just be real. Uh, the you know, and then you probably got like other movies like Soul that they they have that's coming out now, and Onward is taking a hit from this. And other films that Disney um was expecting to keep them uh, in a solid float. So, yeah, I mean, last year I think I saw something I was reading. I think it was somewhere in the range of like sixty billion dollars or something just from their films. Um, so a large, you know, almost almost half of their um their regular income comes in just from their films. So it's a, it's the time to do it um, would be now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man. And the crazy thing is that all these movies are getting delayed TBD. They we don't even we don't have know a day when. now. It's yeah. like, this could come up. Like, I mean, knowing Disney and knowing the, the, the hole they have on, on movie theaters, once this thing's clear, uh, it wouldn't surprise me that they just drop everything at the same time. 
uh, or just or, or the, I mean they could stagger it. Yeah, like honestly, they Mulan, could, they you think would have it. to be first, right? Because yeah. that's been delayed already a long time. A lot I would of reshoots say, on it. Highest production uh, production for a female uh, director. Yeah, yeah, I would say release Mulan and then a month later release Black, Black Widow, Widow just yeah. to just to keep it going. Uh, they did not have anything else, right? That they delayed. Uh, though those are the the first two, and and There's you have to. Think oh, and and the uh, New Mutants, but that's canceled. Yeah, so, yeah, and I don't think they were looking at a profit <laughs> for that movie, right? It was just, it oh, was just a release, yeah. you know. I mean, that movie was in the can for so long that they yeah. was like, oh, we'll release it, make a, you know, a couple million bucks, and and you know, put on Blu-ray in in like sixty days, you know, yeah. whatever. Put it on Disney Plus. That's what they should do with New Mutants. Well, they can put it on Disney Hulu. Plus because it's, it's R rated. Yeah, it's pulling Hulu. Yeah, it's dropping on Hulu. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what they should do. Sell it to Netflix. <laughs> Well, that's true. Anything, oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, very very interesting stuff uh, coming from uh, coming from uh, Disney and Apple. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if uh, um, if this happens. I mean, uh, I would like to for Disney to stay as its own entity, and uh, I would you know love for the company to be to be like that. But uh, you know, recent criticism and like parks and how crowded the parks are and all this stuff that's happening right now um they um they sort of like been dropping the ball with uh, with how they're handling like park attendance and i think that they should if you want to go to the park you should get there early and and just they should just face the parks you know uh, because it's hindering it's hindering the guest experience uh that's my opinion right so and there's already discussion now about when they do reopen, it's going to be very different. It's going to be like 9-11, they're saying, that they're going to have only parts of the park open and not have the nighttime show and all that, the way the crowds aren't all mushed together. And yeah. So it's especially, gonna, yeah, especially yeah. since there was a, a, a person here in Florida that uh, that was infected and was mm-hmm. at the parks last week. Yeah, so, that's scary. Yeah, good luck with that, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joe, before we jump into the big news for the week, that's uh, the PS5 and Xbox news that we uh, had. Let's talk about GameStop. Our friends. <laughs> Our friends at GameStop. So last week we had some news that Reggie joined GameStop. Yep. Um, this week we got a, a the very interesting uh, bit of news that uh, just got posted today, but I've been hearing about it for the last few days. Um I guess GameStop was not wanting to close their stores and uh but but also they were not supplying uh their uh their employees with the proper uh cleaning supplies to be able to uh you know face the uh, public health crisis. So um GameStop put in a, a put out a a, a I guess a, a it wasn't even a press release, right? It was like a a, bit, a, a piece of uh, communications, basically, um, saying that uh, they. I'm just gonna go with a tweet, and then we can go with uh, with the uh, uh, with the post itself. Uh, we're working diligently during this unprecedented time to provide our customers and associates with the safest environment possible. Please see below for details on new changes that we're enacting and uh, click here for the full statement. So um, I guess GameStop is uh, actually 
saying that they don't want to close down their stores uh, because they're calling themselves an essential retailer. Right. Um, to some extent, I can see where they're going with this messaging, right? But they are not an essential retailer. Uh, if they were, if they were the essential retailer, they will not be close to bankrupt right now. Mm. So that's number one. And um, you know, number two, the only thing that that you cannot get through the built-in stores on your platforms of choice uh, is collectibles, uh, which you can't get from Amazon either. Uh, just going back, uh, Amazon send people that had the Final Fantasy VII remake pre-ordered through Amazon, a physical copy, uh, they received communication from Amazon saying that uh, the shipment is going to be delayed TBD. Uh, people are not happy. Square Enix put out a communication saying we're moving ahead and releasing on the 10th, but please know that there may be physical copy there, there may be a shortage of physical copies. So be ready for that. Um, <clears throat> so GameStop is basically uh, the rolling out uh, new hours. Uh, they are asking uh, customers to, to follow CDC guidelines when they go into stores. Um, they are also moving uh, release dates. Uh, Doom was supposed to come out. Doom comes out tomorrow. Um, wow. today, today being the 19th. So Doom comes out tomorrow. They actually started selling it today that way they can avoid crowds coming in because the wow. uh the game's highly anticipated it is getting great reviews for the uh for the single player experience so i can you know <laughs> that great that gamestop is actually going to go ahead and do something about this but at the same time it's like they're not an essential retail but <laughs> so what do you think man i mean this is just obvious that at this point, obviously, we we all know that they're, uh, you know, in a very hard financial spot just as a business just to keep their lights on. And, and they probably just can't afford to take that pause and, and have even if it's that small streamline of revenue, that, that little streamline, that little little bit of water down the creek is, is what's keeping them somewhat afloat. So that's that's the obvious sense of why they have to keep it uh, keep it going at this point. Now, that's crazy, right, to think that your business is doing so is, is so bad. And this is a, a national business. This is something that has multiple stores. We're not talking about a mom and pop shop here. We're talking about a national business here that literally can't afford to stop. Um, that's kind of scary. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's hard for me to really think about this, knowing um, the strength that once was EB games that became GameStop and um, how powerful they were at one point. You know, this is one of those, you know, look how the mighty have fallen kind of situations. And I hate to say it that way because I'm not happy about it. But with that being said, Obed, um, even if you're going to, if you're going to keep it on, don't two things. First of all, make sure people feel clean and safe. Yeah. Don't absolutely. give, give people cleaning <clears throat> supplies or give them the means to get cleaning supplies. So if you're going to keep the lights on, keep the business going, you got to make sure your employees feel clean as if, and that people coming in, your consumers are coming to clean facilities. So those yep. reports are pretty saddening. You got to do that. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is because of you making the decision to stay on, don't defend your decision by saying you're an essential retail 
you know, service as a central retail um, business. That's just, that's not the way to defend your decision. You just simply say that we're going to keep, keep it going here and try and provide games for people in times that, that they probably need these games or something like that, right? Spin the narrative, right? Yeah, exactly. Don't put it out there that you're – we all know, obviously, you can't afford to shut down. I mean, it's just, it's just a reality that anyone who's paid attention yeah. to the news knows that they literally can't afford to do it. Yep. But don't try and spin it in a way of like we're in a central retail. We have to stay open because Costco's open. That's just not – that's not the way it works, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um yeah, because we've we've seen clothing stores close uh, sure. for a couple of weeks, so it just you would assume that GameStop, if they would be in a better position, they would have done the same. Uh, unfortunately, they just like what you said, they can't afford it. So I'm I'm assuming they're probably just gonna work on it with a skeleton crew, and mm -hmm. and get these stores uh, you know afloat through <laughs> through the next few weeks and and uh, and see how this goes. But yeah, man. So it's interesting. GameStop is uh, an interesting bunch over there. For sure. Yep. So let's go ahead and take a quick break. We will be right back. And Constant. we're back. So I <laughs> got you off guard, Joe. Console Wars. Console Wars. Oh, man. I'm going all the way back to 1991 on this one. <laughs> there so, I was. Here I was. 12-year-old me or 11-year-old me. <laughs> um, so we've had, uh, we had a lot of details from both Xbox and PlayStation this week. Uh, let's start with Xbox, Joe. Yep, and uh, credit where credits due. They they do not want to mess up the messaging on this one. Nope. Yeah, they are. They're very. They're being very transparent, uh, very clear on what their goal is. Uh, their messaging has been very consistent. So I really appreciate that they are not pulling a Don Matrick on us and and you know an Xbox One uh, sort of scenario, and they're actually. Uh, coming out with consistent messaging. So I appreciate that. Really do. So they had this event, right? They invited a few uh, a few personalities from the from tech media to uh, to an event where they revealed the Xbox Series X, they revealed the full full specs, the actual size of the box, which is ginormous. Uh, that's if there's anything wrong with that machine, Joe, is the is the the size of that box it is, it is really big it is it's gigantic so i mean at that, at that point it's almost like a it is like a like a like a mini itx <clears throat> excuse me like a mini itx uh uh desktop or a small form factor desktop basically so they came out and uh they released the uh, their full uh spec sheet official spec sheet not leaked they confirmed that this was a, um, you know, everything that we've known so far, Zen 2, RDNA uh, 2. They confirmed the clock speed at 3.8 gigahertz for the Xbox Series X and 16 gigs of RAM that was, you know, already leaked out. Uh, the one terabyte SSD that was leaked out, 
4K Blu-ray. So really, none of the details, uh, only the confirmation of the uh, 12 teraflops with the 52 compute units on the GPU. Uh, that was the one that was kind of like in the air. Uh, so they came out and really confirmed that that is their spec. Um, but other than the specs, right, which are quite impressive, right? Um, For sure. I, I, again, I got to go back to, uh, to the way they handled it. Uh, and the way they did this this event, um, because this was an event for the fans. They didn't show any games, right? They showed Xbox One games running on the new hardware, and that's awesome. But uh, but they did not show any of the next gen stuff. Uh, but still, their messaging is clear. Their messaging is is out there, and they're showing people what they want to see. <clears throat> on the other end, we get our our pal Mark Cerny. And his uh, smooth voice uh, giving us the lowdown on the PS5, right? And I think it was like two, three weeks ago, Joel, I gave out some leaked specs. And this is very close to those, uh, which I said that it was going to be like less powerful than the Xbox One. Uh, again, awful name, Xbox Series X. And uh, but it would it would be the SSD and the data transfer will be will be faster. So that is indeed the case, Joe. So 3.5 gigahertz for the uh, for the CPU. That's a nominal difference compared to 3.8. It's really not gonna uh, really do a lot. Uh, if anything, it will make it run cooler. So uh, GPU is the the same family AMD RDNA two with 10.28 teraflops. Uh, and 36 compute units. So this is a smaller chip, uh, but it is a faster chip um, because the uh, the one in the Xbox is uh, clocked at, I think, 1.8 gigahertz. This is like a 2.25 gigahertz, something like that. So, uh, so it is faster, um, but it does have less compute units. Uh, again, they're going with a, with a, a clock speed, a lower clock speed on the CPU, nominal, difference but it is lower nonetheless uh and they're going with a smaller chip uh but with a higher clock speed uh all, all this stuff makes me think again that they're they're really trying to keep the pi- the price down um so we'll, we'll make a i'll make a i'll make a price prediction at the end and and we'll okay. go from there um 16 gigs of ram same thing uh there there is a difference in the ram though uh or not the ram the bus itself um the Xbox will use a 320-bit bus versus a 256-bit bus on the on the PlayStation. So the bus itself on the PlayStation, it's a little bit slower. Uh, but then here comes the the big difference, right? Um, on the on the PS5, the custom CPU uh, it is uh, again being being a custom. It's 825 gigabytes uh, versus the one terabyte. Uh, but it basically doubles the speed. Wow. Like, yeah, the transfer rate, or you know, the the transfer rate on uh, on the one on the PlayStation, it basically doubles the the one on the on the Xbox. I, I believe that on raw data, the Xbox was like uh, one two point five or two point three um, gigabytes per second, uh, and the PlayStation was like five like 4.8 or something like that so it was like more than double the the transfer speed on raw data uh same goes for for compressed data but it's not quite as as a as a significant jump that's more of a of a 
you know, 50% uh, increase in speed. Uh, so that's where the PlayStation, the PlayStation is going to be compensating uh, for the, um, uh, I don't want to say it is a weaker GPU. Uh, I don't want to say the, 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 the I don't want to use the word weaker because it's, hardware is a chip so uh but it is uh not substantially but but it is uh there is a a definitely a performance difference on that on that graphic chip um the the thing that's really interesting here is that they both of the the specs are, are very similar very comparable um but they're 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 doing two really different approaches. Uh, I sent you a, a, a picture yesterday. Yes. And I think that picture like really hit the nail in the head. Uh, it is a, basically a picture of final fight and, and you're choosing between, between guy and Hagar. <laughs> and it's like guy is the PS five Hagar's the Xbox series X that, that is definitely it. Right. You know, the, the PlayStation five is more, it's faster and more agile, but it doesn't, it doesn't hit as hard. The Xbox is slower, but it's stronger. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that was a, that was like a perfect analogy. Right. Wow. Um, that mess. The, the, and again, we got to go back with Xbox with their messaging, very being very clear. The conference or the, the event that Sony had yesterday with Mark Cerny was not a consumer conference. This was basically their what their GDC conference was gonna be, and he said it in the beginning, and they said it in the beginning exactly. So um, if you if you went in expecting new games, controller box, everything price, no. that was not that was not it, right? Uh, unfortunately, you know that is not what what people want. They they want to see the the box in action. They want to see stuff, right? So. They should have at least show. They they should have at least shown that video that uh, they showed back in December when uh, doing the fast travel on Spider Man. Yeah, I thought the world's like like a half a second versus like fourteen seconds or something. So they should have shown that video. So to to illustrate how how crazy you know the, the speeds on this hard drive is. Um, but uh, we'll we'll go a little bit deeper. But yeah, Joe, what do, what do you think of the specs? Yeah, um, you know, instantly it stands out to me when I start looking through this. Um, this we have an articles in front of us here that kind of have a breakdown chart of of you know comparisons of what each thing have here. And at a quick glance, it doesn't stand out to me as oh geez, like the Xbox looks so much more powerful. It is powerful. That's a factual statement. It is more powerful. That's yep. that's there's actual data to to show that right. We can look at that the numbers and numbers don't lie. Um, however, it's not, um, it's not as nominal. It's not as, as, as significant, I think, as some people might try and make it out to be. Correct. We're not talking about like this, you know, David versus Goliath. This is, you know, Xbox is not Goliath in this situation. And, and you know, PlayStation is not David. This is not the little guy and the big guy. This is, they're, they, they are, um, you know, one guy might have taken a little extra juice, but it's not, it's not, I don't. It's hard to say too soon because, like, obviously, we don't have the con- the the consoles in front of us. Shows real demos. I love personally Obed. Um, whenever new consoles come out, uh, you know, this is something I just t- tend to do is go to GameStop when it was a bit thing, or go to Best Buy, and when they have both of the consoles up with previews, and just kind of stand back and look at both of them running in real time, and just look at both 
and just kind of see see what kind of differences you can notice. Sometimes it's very hard to the naked eye, but regardless, um, I feel like it's going to be one of those situations again where it's like, can you really notice that significant to the naked eye, the difference in these things? I, I, there's going to be moments, I'm sure. Uh, there's yeah. going to be times where there's going to be um, things that may, if, if Microsoft starts pulling out some some exclusives that that are made to run on this thing at its full potential, sure. But um, I think generally speaking, we're not going to look at this and, and see that significant of a, oh, wow, that one's clearly more powerful when you're actually just a, a gamer uh, jumping in. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, just to, um, by, if you just want to go ahead and compare it, right? Um, yeah. If you go back to right now, the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro. Right. When you compare the difference in in in, uh, in teraflops there, which is comparable to the difference between the uh, uh, the the five and the Series X, but in this case it has more of an impact because you're you have the Xbox One X with six teraflops and you have the PS4 Pro with four point two teraflops, which is about the same difference. But when you get to that like ten teraflop mark. Yeah. Just adding just adding like you know one and a half more, one point eight more, like in this case, uh, you're probably not gonna not gonna see like a a, a huge, huge difference, right? Sure. Um, they're both very impressive machines. Um, I really like Xbox Xbox's messaging at the moment, right? right? Uh they're not gonna send my console. I mean, we'll again again this this would this will come now. I saw a tweet yesterday from someone saying this will come down to price and games. Yes, because in in on paper, it's it's really really they're they're both they're both the same. Um, when you when we started talking about it, you said console wars, right? Uh, think about it this way. Uh, just going back to the original console wars, Sega Genesis <laughs> versus Super Nintendo, right? Yep. Just going back to that. Think about think. <laughs> so. Just before before I do the the comparison, uh, PlayStation came out and said that they have a dedicated CPU, which is more powerful than the CPU on the PS4 for just audio processing. Um, it's what they're trying to do with that audio uh, immersion is is really impressive. If they're able to do that, if they're able to pull it off, um, I, I'm an I'm an audio nerd. I would. That would be that would be that would be pretty crazy, man. If they can pull it yeah. off, that would be really cool. So I would really love to see that in action. Uh, but just going back to to the comparison that I was gonna make, think about the the, the SNES and the Genesis. But take the sound chip on the SNES and put it on the Genesis, mm. uh, and then and and then you have uh, a comparable situation there, where the Genesis was faster than the SNES. It they didn't have, you know. 16-bit color on it for reals, um, but it was faster. It was uh, it was the the the, the games load faster. Uh, it, it it was just overall uh, uh, just a quicker, uh, more fluid experience versus versus the the SNES, which had its fast games like you know F Zero and and all this stuff, right? Uh, but at the same time, when you play something like Final Fight and you compare it, Final Fight on the SNES with Streets of Rage too it's it's really it, you can really see the the difference there right hmm. so it, it 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 comes down to how you use the hardware right uh, at that point 
I I really want to see the box. I want I want to see show me the box. <laughs> I know PS5. there's no there's no dimensions, nothing. I mean, we have no idea what the the what's gonna look like. Okay. Um, so does it uh, matter that much? No, just it's just more of a personal thing. Well, yeah, as long as it's not a gigantic box like the Xbox, because like, like to be honest with or you, vertically Joe, standing. I, and... Well, I I would not be able to fit that box in my entertainment center. Yeah, boy, but, gotta so, change the whole thing. <laughs> so I would have to like sit it, put it in the floor, because I can't fit it in. It's nuts. So anywho, just going back to specs. Sure. Um, and 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 whatnot. So, a few things of note on that PlayStation conference. Uh, I do. I, I tweeted out yesterday that I felt like the conference was directed by Hideo Kojima, and not everything was as he not as it seemed. Um, nice. The two things, uh, a few things that I noticed right on the on the on the conference. Well, now Herman Hall, uh, not Herman Hall. I'm sorry, uh, Jim Ryan uh, came out at the beginning. And said, "It's like we'll get plenty of time to talk about games later. This is about specs." So, um, Mark Cerny comes in and starts talking about, uh, you know, design and and game design and whatnot. And he's showing like specifics, right? He's showing a little. He's showing a little radar, a little cube moving, and a and a and a field of view. It's like that was Metal Gear, right? <laughs> that was Metal Gear Solid on a PS One. And then he showed like a level from Jack 2 on the PS2. That's PS2. Okay. And then he showed a picture of Dead Space on PS3 when he's talking about the sound. I was like, okay, that's PS3, right? But then when they talked about backwards compatibility, they go, it's like, yeah. that, that, so that part, they, they, to me, it wasn't clear. And I'm a technical guy. And, and I just, to me, it just wasn't clear. Um, my understanding is that what you can play on like that boost mode is like the you know a few of the top 100 games on ps4 that didn't so that that's what i what i understood okay. right um uh the, there's people out there's like oh it's like only 100 games are gonna be compatible at lunch it's like that, that's not what i heard right it's I, I don't know that's that's not really what i heard um but if you look at that graph where they were showing PS5 mode, Pro Legacy mode, 4 Legacy mode, there were three more slots at the bottom. There was. And they were, they were empty. And Come on, guys. One, two, three. You got to read between the lines. It's like, and Mark Cerny said, it's like, oh, yeah, we'll talk about the, the heating solution uh, when we do the full teardown and you guys will really enjoy that. So, you know, they, they are working on, on putting the, the correct messaging out there. Um, but, you know, if you, if you went in looking for games out of this thing, you know, unfortunately, you were looking in the wrong place. This was a technical, uh, a very, very technical, um, yeah. uh, you know, uh, presentation. So, yeah, Joe. Um, it's it, it's a very Mark Cerny event, dude. Like it, it was like, I mean, like if you expected anything different, and and honestly, 
someone was uh, someone sent me a message while I was going on like hey are you enjoying this I'm like it's music to my ears man like this guy's a genius with the voice of an angel and uh, <laughs> it was yeah. it was a good time just just this guy could read books and and uh, you know just narrate them and I think people would enjoy it it's, it's incredible <laughs> hearing this guy have the the con- it's, it's a rare specimen we could stop this podcast just talk about Mark Cerny for a moment what a rare rare specimen of a human man. talk about these these incredible different technologies the way these things work understanding sound under I mean he's he's a complete architect all around. And then just to have that really soothing voice and very eloquent. The guy doesn't stop and, uh, um, no, the guy's just like, you, I thought he was reading a script the whole time. I mean, he, he probably had some kind of talking points, but still, I mean, it's just nonstop like a yeah. robot. The guy might be a cyborg. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. definitely. <laughs> There's someone that's probably a cyborg by him. It's probably Mark Cerny. Yeah. But but I do think to your point of but the messaging is I think what what was huge for me taking away from this you know Microsoft has been really clear on their messaging on the Xbox Series X I'm trying to get used to saying that um, they've been pretty clear on their messaging on on on, on their device and um, you know for PlayStation with uh, Sony with their new console coming out Obed you and I have talked about from their behind closed doors presentations we're hoping to see some of that demo like you're talking about with with uh, Spider-Man like they want us to, un- to understand their console not for the powerhouse that it is but for it's no load times it, that's what they're really trying to send it home but that's going to be a huge load times load times no load times just jump in i can mm-hmm. see the commercials already coming out just jump in and start playing jump in and start playing play yeah. games and it's going to run smoothly yep. it's not they they we were clear it was already said look we've had our problems with heating before like and that's not that's something that they're trying to avoid from this so they want something that runs smooth not going to overheat much probably like you're saying that doesn't make that price, a lot of noise yeah. doesn't make a lot of noise weird noises you know it does not um you know going to be too pricey but we'll get to there in a second yeah. so i think between it running well running fast some new technology involved there in addition to to make something that can really sell well they're trying to give a, a complete package to me and 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 i'm happy with that i mean it's it would it have been cool to see um you know what they could do if they could it could have gone a little crazy with it is that necessary like i mean we're talking about consoles that that can run up to 8k um, you know, that that's like you and I, Obed, we talked about before, like how many of us have AKTVs? I don't know anybody that has it in their home right now. So yeah. it's very futuristic. And I understand you, that's how these things are. So he start, started off the, uh, the conversation about that, like generations, he's a big believer in, in generations between games, six, seven years, whatever. Um, so yeah. yeah, lots of thoughts going on here, man. I, yeah. I was, I was enjoying though, the, the very technical insight. To this new console one thing of note is that uh, xbox will be using that proprietary uh, memory expansion so, yeah. so it's an additional one terabyte and it is proprietary uh, sony you can use an nvme pci uh, pcie 4 um, hard drive as an expansion uh, you can also plug in uh, a standard hard drive for ps4 games gotcha. so you can just uh, plug in a standard hard drive install your PS4 games on that and then install your PS5 games on the SSD. So that way you don't have to like use the SSD space for PS4 games, especially PS4 games not being designed to run at that, you know, that transfer speed, they probably even would, would work out better. Um, so that's interesting. I mean, those, those, those drives are, are expensive. Both I'm assuming the Xbox is going to be expensive too. 
uh, for one terabyte and the and the PlayStation as well. Um, it's yeah, I mean it's gonna come down to price and games. Uh, I'm calling five and six. I'm calling five hundred for the PS5 and six hundred for the Xbox, man. Hmm. Based on those specs, I don't see Xbox hitting less than than five hundred with that six hundred on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know that that thing is a it's a beast of a console. Uh, when you you know when you like an actual like beast, <laughs> it's gigantic. Yeah. So, um, I, I think I think the Xbox is gonna definitely gonna be more now. Whenever they announce that other, I guess more price-friendly Xbox that they haven't announced yet uh, because everyone's getting hyped for the X, right? But who knows how much this thing's going to cost. So right. when they go back and do the, the uh, whatever Lockhart or whatever it was called, maybe that's going to be 400, uh, you know, possibly. At this point, I could think that Lockhart may be just a repackage Xbox One X. Yeah, uh, and 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 just and just sell it as like half the power <laughs> for half the price and sell it for three hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I would I would do that. Um, no, they probably need some like SSD solution as well. Probably, um, you know, they probably go with that look like a, a substantially smaller uh, the, uh, a graphics chip and a, and a slower CPU, um, but they you know still keeping the SSD. But uh, yeah. It's gonna be interesting, man. It will be. There's, uh, I I want to see games. Like at this point, you know, at this point, just show me the games. Uh, I know what Xbox working on. You know, they're gonna have Halo, and that's pretty much gonna be their their big like exclusive for the next eighteen months or whatever. Um, I want to see what what Horizon Zero do. Horizon Zero Dawn Two looks like. I want to see what Spider Man Two looks like. Like I don't know if you saw the rumor today that I did. Yeah, supposedly he's gonna have Venom and Carnage in it. So, oh man, I don't know. Yeah, Joe, Joe's sweating or there. I'm were, sweaty. His boy Spidey. Uh, so uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what both of them can do. Like really. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like honestly, I'm not. I, I'm. I am. I'm quite happy with both of these consoles the differences actually between them. Like I kind of like that right now so far and there's still much more to be seen and I can't wait to see more and I can't wait to, to see the demos and, and see what this box looks like for PS five and probably there's some other features, functionality, dual shock, all these kind of things that I, I want to yeah. see what they're going to look like. It's really interesting to me, but yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. but like, you know, just at a, at a first glance right now that we have, I mean, I felt this way. I felt this way at first, um, and then I, you know, started to see the, the the harsh rollout for the Xbox One and PS4 at the time, and I was like, okay, like this is not this is not bad. This is not this is not a bad thing. This is pretty cool. They're doing different stuff, and then you know things started to really stray away. We saw complete differences, and Xbox One got abandoned. And Xbox, you know, Xbox One S started to be a thing, One X, and all that, whatever, right? But I say all that to say, like right now. You know, from a quick uh, observation, I would be interested in owning both of these consoles if I'm just a gamer that just wants to play games. You know what I mean? I'm just a guy that wants to, to play games, but re- realistically, the consumer that I am, I'm going to have to pick one. And at this point, uh, there's no reason to stray away from the path that I've been on, <laughs> you know, because I know I'm going to get good games and I'm going to get stuff that I enjoy and Spider Man, say no more. 
but you know it's 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 gonna be interesting to see um what goes on beyond uh this initial look yeah yeah i think it'll yeah again it'll come down to the games uh at the end of the yeah. day that's what matters uh, you know the xbox uh you know what you know what's a fair comparison to this joe is ps2 and the original xbox yeah that's okay. a that's a fair comparison um that's you know the 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 original xbox was definitely more powerful than the than the ps2 but the ps2 you know could definitely hold its own um so that that's probably gonna that's that's a actual very good comparison of this so yeah uh we'll see man that is what i have dude if you don't have anything else man it's uh it's call it a day absolutely folks thank you for watching or listening to our show we really appreciate it we want to make sure you stay connected go ahead and subscribe to the show we're on podcast for uh google, apple podcast uh, google podcast of course the google play store um, and also on uh, SoundCloud and Spotify. Go ahead and subscribe to the video version on YouTube as well. Uh, go ahead and like it. Get a, put the Click on the bell for notifications. Also want to invite you guys to stay connected via social media. Follow us at No Low Time. That's at No Low Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Also, feel free to send in emails, time at gmail.com. That's time at gmail.com. Guys, thanks for sticking with us. We're going to try and keep, keep you guys interested, keep you guys with some different content during this health crisis going on. So there's uh, much uh, much to be talk about. Obed and I have got some interesting, fun ideas, some different things that we haven't done before on the show that we might be pulling out for next week and beyond. So we'll see uh, how all these things go out, what happens from a new standpoint. But uh, stay connected, stay subscribed, and we'll see you on our next episode. Thank you, guys. We will see you again next time.